Ah, uh, everybody, welcome to another episode of Yala. But, 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 but. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what? There's good old humor. Good old humor, man. Yeah. Ah, uh, too bad nothing happened this week. We yeah. got nothing to talk about. It's been a quiet week, yeah. <laughs> it's been a quiet week. Uh, hotly anticipated Yala Bud episode, lah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and quite the timing is quite perfect, lah, right? You mm. know, I think it, 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 everything broke on the day that in between of our recordings, yeah, right? right? <laughs> yeah, just nice. It was like it was set up just for this. Just nice. There was time for people to message us and put on Reddit, guys, mm-hmm. can you please cover this? And we're like, the moment it came out, I think you and I both knew, all right? Topic settled for Friday. Yeah, I got my bat suit on. And oh, you got your bat suit. Press the button. <laughs> enter the your bat chair cave. turned around. Go <laughs> to the bat cave. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, no, no, it was cool that that a lot of people like wanted to hear what we have to say about it. Yeah, yeah. Although every time that happens, I'm always like, why do you want to? Why, 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 why do people want to hear the two of us talk about it, lah? Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, do you ever get that that imposter syndrome sometimes? Oh yeah, of course, all the time. Oh really? Yeah, you all do? the time. Yeah. Then uh, you still love to talk so much. Uh can you imagine if I didn't have imposter <laughs> yeah. syndrome? Dude, you won't get any word in at all, no? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you were like just a little bit more confident about it, <laughs> who you were, whoa, it'd be impossible. It'd to be talk. yellow butt with Harish and maybe once in a while Terrence. Yeah, once in a while. Correct, yeah, the yeah, ratio yeah. will be like our intro and yeah. like, basically. <laughs> yeah, right. The ratio of number of words you say versus exactly. what, how many words so, I say. Be grateful for the moments of imposter syndrome. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, be grateful. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, I mean I know like for certain podcasters I follow, uh, I mean, back at the time when I was listening to Joe Rogan more, anytime there was something in the news, I would want to hear his take. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Philip DeFranco, you know, I want to hear his take. So it is an honor that people want to hear our take. Mm-hmm. No, and, and I, yeah. I think at the end of the day, you and I, we are digesting the news as much as anyone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are reading, we're processing, we're looking at what people are saying and all. So it's it's just a nice way to just bounce it off, bounce it off each other lah, right yeah yeah and then sort of like, like find out little facts that we might have missed right? until we get invited onto CNA and just say stuff that is extremely obvious and does not provide any value at all lah. ah I, I felt like I felt like uh, there was a, a dig digger. at somebody <laughs> who's that who's that person I mean it's the I mean the, like it's the associate professor from SMU Eugene mm. Tan uh, uh. Uh, I can understand he's working under restrictions and maybe yeah. he can't speak freely because yeah. I would like to meet him outside of the studio and hear his honest thoughts because every time he appears on CNA it's like, uh, okay, it's like stuff we already know, but you're kind of rephrasing it and all that. La. In fact, maybe it might be cool to get him on the podcast, right? Oh, yeah. To have him like really just speak with more unfiltered thoughts. I, th- I think like every time during the election, he's sitting on the, he's sitting there giving his hot takes la, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. for hours on end. Yeah. But the problem with those things is that you only can give snippets, la, right? Every yeah, time. Actually, we should get him on. La. Yeah, we should get him on. Even we- just, he's, it's almost like a, he's almost a, sometimes a caricature of what, the hot take on politics is in Singapore, like, right? Yeah, Saying yeah. a lot of something about nothing, like, right? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. even in the comments on YouTube, people are already feeling it. So, yeah, maybe we should reach out. Maybe he come here and like, guys, I've been needing this and he takes out a cigar, like, <laughs> <sighs> finally can speak freely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It could be. But, it could be. but interesting, like, so many yeah. things to consider. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. But well, before I mean, jumping into it, like, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you want? What do you have to tell people? That if you're listening to this podcast, watching us on YouTube, uh, if you're new, uh, if you've been listening to us for a long time, it would still be wonderful if you could tell at least one person who may not have heard about us, uh, about us, because that's how we've been growing. Uh, and yeah, follow us on social media, turn on your notifications uh, so that you know whenever a new episode drops. 
help us fulfill our dream of reaching 100,000 YouTube subscribers by the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, and what else? Uh, if you want to work with us or just reach out to us, email us at contact at ministryoffunny.com. Mm. That's right. Email, the most primitive yeah, form email. of messaging. Email. Yeah. We will reply. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. But yes, let's jump right into the hot topic uh, on everyone's yeah. minds. Right, right from yesterday morning itself, uh, yeah. at 8 a.m., yeah. uh, news dropped that uh, former Minister of Transport uh, S. Iswaran was uh, arriving in court mm. uh, to be charged uh, with multiple offenses. Yeah. And that started, I think, 8, 10 a.m. on January 18th, he mm. arrived at court. Yeah. And I think, yeah, like people were talking, some of my friends were messaging me saying, hey, are you, are you uh, keeping track of the live feed? Mm, what mm, fucking mm. live feed? But there was. Oh, of, just, of him just walking. No, like arriving 810, uh, you know, 820 okay. enters. It's yeah. 827, him and his lawyers are talking. So it was really like, oh shit, play by play, man. Yeah. I yeah. guess the media already was briefed that this was going to happen, right? Mm. And and. That's why everything came out like pretty much the moment it happened in the morning already. Yeah, because there was a flurry of like reporters also there already, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I mean, at, at the end of the day, like uh, the court date has been set, I think, for March, March yeah. right? March. Um, yesterday was just like hearing the charges. It's called apparently it's called mentions or something. Like oh, that. Mentions, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, what lawyers would say, like, oh, it's just mentions. Oh, yeah. I see, I see. Mentions, <laughs> mentions. Yeah, yeah, mentions. So, so <laughs> what was mentioned was twenty-seven charges in all, mm-hmm. uh, relating to his interactions with property tycoon Ong Beng Singh. Yes, who owns the rights to the uh Singapore Grand Prix and is the mm. chairman of the race promoter Singapore GP. Mm-hmm. So then after that, uh. Oh, actually, he resigned from uh, Isoran resigned from his positions in government on Tuesday. Yeah, but I, I didn't. Do you know about that? No, I no, only I thought it was like yesterday or something. Uh, yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. So he he resigned, then PM Lee acknowledged, and he sent another uh, another statement, which we will go into. Uh, but yeah, after by I think noon, like Singapore was left grasping for what this is mean going to mean for the future, la. Yeah. But for you, what was what was your recollection of that whole morning yesterday? It was just a real flurry of of things coming out, right? Mm. Uh, trickling out. You know, first was yeah, Iswaran appearing in court, and then the the list of charges against him, and then the list of things that uh, allegedly he obtained as gratification, and then uh, also like you know, um, all the little little details about uh, yeah, his letters, his exchange with PM Lee, which indicated that you know he was going to fight the case. Yeah. Uh, and then the photos of him appearing next to Davinder Singh, you know, the top litigator in Singapore. Uh, and yeah, you know, all, all these things are coming out and, and yeah, just even the details about the exact musicals and the football matches he attended, <laughs> the number of tickets he got for each like F1 race. And yeah, so it's just a trickle of information and then statements from the MTI about, you know, this year's F1 race mm. and statements from the West Coast uh, the West Coast team from BAP about how they're handling the transition. So, you know, it's a, just a flurry of activity and I think at the end of the day, I was, yeah, I, I went to rabbit hole like late last night trying to digest everything. Yeah. So, I mean, essentially, there were uh, 27 charges. Mm. So, let's see, uh, 27 charges uh, of which two are for corruption, under mm-hmm. the Prevention of Corruption Act, PCA, mm. one of obstructing justice and 24 uh, for obtaining valuables as a public servant under the penal code. We can mm-hmm. talk about the differences between the three. Yeah. Uh, but 
actually no maybe now we talk about the differences first sure sure uh so what what is your understanding of the difference there's the pca yes uh then there's obstruction of justice and section 165 right? section 165 of the penal code yeah yeah Uh I mean we are not lawyers yeah, just not, disclaimer no, we're not, not lawyers, lawyers yeah. but uh my general understanding of it was that those two charges of corruption means that you obtain some gratification uh, in exchange for giving some kind of advantage like right to mm. to another party like right mm. so it's like it's it's more outright kind of corruption right mm, you know mm, where mm. there's a very clear exchange of uh, favors or whatever uh whereas those 24 charges are basically like it applies to all public servants where you would um the moment you get any kind of gift above $50 you are supposed to declare it mm. or even just reject it outright or pay for it yourself or what like right mm-hmm. pay the government for it like right mm. so those are like uh even if you don't end up receiving or, or giving any kind of favor to the person you're not supposed to you know take those gifts and and enjoy them in your personal capacity like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then that one charge of obstructing justice, I believe, was, I think in May, I think he tried to pay back, uh, the, the 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 race promoter, the private limited. What what is what Singapore GP? Singapore GP, yeah, limited, Singapore right? GP. He tried to pay them back for the business class flight ticket back from Doha to Singapore, lah. Yeah, which was like five thousand seven hundred dollars or something. But why is that considered obstruction of justice? Eh? Because I, I guess my guess is by then there was already investigation. an investigation going on, and then if there's an investigation going on, mm. uh, you should not be moving money around Everything or trying to cover la. up your tracks and all that, lah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Correct. I mean, that that was my understanding also, lah. Yeah. So with that context, that okay, obstruction of justice pretty clear. PCA is like you are receiving something in knowingly in, in exchange for for something specific, yeah. lah. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. and uh, penal code one six five is just receiving shit in general, lah. Yeah, yeah, as a right. public servant. Yeah, yep. as a public servant. So with of those twenty seven charges, the one obstruction of justice is pretty clear. Then mm. two for under the PCA, right? It is uh that in his capacity as a minister, he mm. obtained shit from Miss uh, Ong Beng Singh worth hundred and forty five thousand um for advancing. Ong Beng Singh's business interests relating to a contract between Singapore GP mm. and STB. So that's yeah. the first one. Um, and then the second, and also that there were 10 green room tickets, uh, mm. basically admission tickets to Formula 1. Yep, yep. Then the second one is that he also received some stuff uh, from Ong Beng Singh in exchange for advancing business interests over a contract with Basically, another government contract as well as a proposal with STB to establish the EBA Voyage Virtual Concert in yeah. Singapore. Yeah. So those two things, they were very clear things that I think the prosecution feels he was receiving in order to do lah. Right. Uh, and then for the ones under penal code, that's where it gets like um tickets to the show Thriller, tickets to the show the Curious Incident of the Dog, tickets yeah. to football matches in the UK. Uh, tickets to Singapore Grand Prix, all like small, small <laughs> the tickets for the Cruise Incident Resort was two tickets, hundred and thirty-five pounds each. Yeah, yeah. So there are twenty-four such instances, lah. And you read it, you're like, hmm, okay. He's uh, a man of culture. He's a, <laughs> yeah, he got good taste. <laughs> he got good taste. Yeah, or he, he just watches everything, lah. Right, like 
everything. There's like Harry Potter, there's <laughs> Kinky Betrayal, Boots, Kinky Boots, uh, and, uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> so Hamilton. I, I, I can't I can't discern any certain kind of like, oh, I like this certain kind of thing. It's like almost like everything he just watches. Like. Yeah, and it, and it came through Como Holdings UK. Mm. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> there was, basically is the Jeep uh, tickets through uh, Singapore GP and uh, uh, Como Holdings. Like. Yeah. So those are the 27 charges and he has pleaded not guilty to all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he stated, I am innocent. Yeah. And then there was also an exchange between Davinder Singh. Mm. So, uh, I mean, Davinder Singh is, I guess, seen as one of Singapore's, if not the best litigator, right? Yeah. He's like yeah. legend. Like, he defended uh, Lee Kuan Yew last time. No, no, no. He no, represented Lee Kuan Yew and Lee Hsien Long in civil uh, uh, lawsuits. Civil lawsuits. But I think what he's probably most famous for is blowing the lid off uh, NKF lah, when he represented SPH mm. in the defam- uh, when NKF was suing SPH for defamation back in the day, mm. he was def- I mean he was basically on SPH's side, but he ended up you know with so everything that he did was so well researched and so well uh, strategized mm. that it blew the lid off NKF and NKF dropped the case within like two days of trial mm. and after that. You know, you know what happened like, to TT Durai, the whole board of NKF and so Yeah. So I think yeah, he has a he has a legendary status. Like anyone who has friends in law, you ask them about the Vinder Singh. I mean, I'm 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 always curious and always like, yeah, he's a damn good lawyer. Yeah, yeah. personality, not like that that aside, he's 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 a damn good lawyer and he's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so he's defending Isoran. Um and there was an exchange in court also that I it was quite interesting. La. So basically, after Israel appeared in court, then there was an exchange between the judge and the lawyers. So apparently, there were the the CPIB charged Israel with 36 charges. Mm, mm. Uh, but in the end, the, the AGC, the mm. Attorney General, um, said, okay, they, they like did not take into account nine okay. and kept it at 27. Okay. So the interesting was talking to them, like, you know, like, um, how come it reduced from 36 to 27? Mm. And a very formal exchange, like, do you see? Like, no, they, I, haven't, I haven't seen that. The actually. quote in CNA is like, um, I would like to know from my learned friend whether mm. the prosecution is proceeding with the remaining nine charges. And then there was this exchange. Everything is like, according to my learned f- friend, mm. I thought, you know, the evidence would have been reviewed thoroughly before the 36 charges were leveled against my client. Mm. And all I would say now is that it is surprising but highly significant that after what I assume was a thorough review, mm. uh, in a matter of two days, there was a leveling of the nine charges. Like, then they go about like, oh, it is significant and, and all that. So, I think it just gives a peek into like, okay, this case is building. Like, you know, mm. everything uh, is going to be watched. And uh, for me, the most interesting thing was like, Iswaran pleaded not guilty to all. Yeah. 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 And in a statement, he said, I am innocent and will now focus on clearing my name. Yeah. And then he also said he will pay back all the monies earned, right? During uh, the, from the moment the investigation started. Which like. was July 11th. I think that's yeah. when he was arrested. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So since July 11th, like, he was arrested. Yeah. Uh, he returned all the monies um, as an MP uh, and also a minister. Like. He had a reduced monthly salary of $8,500. As an MP, right? Uh, no, as a minister. The He still had a full allowance as a minister. Oh, uh, as, an as an MP. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it correct, was correct. basically the minister's salary, I think it was like 55000 a month. Mm. He basically only got 8500 of that, uh, which was debated in parliament and all, right? And then, yeah. But he still had the 16K MP allowance every which month. Which was also debated in parliament. Which was, uh, I think PSP filed a motion to yeah. suspend it, but it was uh, voted down. Yeah. Uh, so I think in total, like he's returning a of 167,000 or something like that. Lah. 
Yeah. Uh, can, oh, I mean, uh, okay, I can't remember exactly the amount, but, but yeah, he's returning the amount, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, that's that's basically the facts. Yeah, yeah. Aside yeah. from that, I don't know whether there's anything else that has come out like this factual. Lawrence Wong gave a doorstop interview mm. saying like, you know, this would be like, we cannot compromise the integrity of Singapore. This would be treated with utmost, well, like, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but like, it's going to yeah. be, it's this serious shit. Yeah. Even if we take and a political care. hit, it's yeah. worth it. Uh, yeah, and he said there will be a hit on morale, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with regards to succession planning, he said, no, we're still on track. It'll happen yeah. before the next election and the next uh, PAP, what's the gathering called? The uh, at end of year convention or something like that. Forum or something, is it? A gathering you know, remember, convention. Yeah. yeah, but basically yeah. like November or December, yeah, yeah, yeah. the succession thing will happen then. With regards to the elections, it will be considered. La. So yeah, he didn't yeah. give word on that. But yeah. he made it very clear that we will not take this lightly mm. and we are going to do everything we can to make sure that our integrity is upheld. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So with all that, okay, we got yes. the facts covered. Yes. What are your thoughts, Terrence? So what have you what have you heard or what's been percolating in your mind? I think the first thing that yeah. came across my mind, uh, and probably a lot of people you see online, is the total amount of money seems small yeah. compared to what he earns, you know, annually as a minister and everything. Uh, it, it's, it, I mean, I won't reduce it to peanuts because that, that's, you know, uh, obviously it's still not a small amount. But it's not even in hard cash. Mm. It's like in gifts, la, right, of experiences mm. of, uh, I mean, he's not going to spend, uh, he's not going to use the 10 10 green room tickets on F1 for himself. Obviously, he was giving out, inviting other people, right? Yeah. So it's not even something that immediately you can use to gratify yourself. It's it's more like, it's almost like uh, experiences and, and even the hotel stay or going to Doha and flying on a private, on Ong Beng Singh's private jet and flying business class back. Yeah, again, not something that you can sell for monetary value yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I was quite surprised, you know, mm. that it was the total charges and all uh, Level against him came up to a small amount mm. because you look at the two previous cases of uh, high profile cases of corruption from ministers. Uh, this was like in nineteen eighty six. The amount was was like eight hundred thousand dollars in nineteen eighty six. Mm. So imagine how much that is today in inflation. Yeah. Then the previous case before that, I think nineteen sixty six was also in the realm of like uh yeah a million, close a million yeah, you know? yeah a million back then yeah uh, back in 1966 so those were big amounts compared to what is being here and those were like monetary benefits like right mm. so this one is like it's all gifts and experiences uh, so i was quite surprised that uh. yeah how about you like what do you think when you first heard of this i mean same thing like it's like because right across the causeway yeah you know we have like you know the najibs and the jolos and all yeah, yeah. we're literally like rosma's handbag itself yeah. is a few hundred thousand yeah, yeah. right we're talking billions yeah. now, right the book is called billion dollar whale right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yacht parties you know miranda kerr funding a wall street movie yeah. and this one is watching curious incident of the dog <laughs> so yeah it does feel like Fuck, man, like, are we so textbook that even our corrupt politicians are like, okay, you know, we just take it easy, like, you know, don't yeah. don't rock the boat. Yeah. Um, but going down that path, it almost feels like, hmm, maybe there's something more to this. Uh. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe this is the facts. Is it justice? Is there is there a lot of stuff brewing underneath? And then that's where you go down the rabbit hole, like, oh, what could this mean? What are, what are the implications? What's the backstory? Yeah, so it felt like, hmm. Because even when he paid back the monies mm. uh, as an as a MP with reduced salary, uh, MP and a minister with reduced salary, 
it might even be something similar to okay, not not as much as this, but it's like half of the total amount yeah. that he received, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just feels like what what is going on? I mean, one thing to remember is uh, like what you mentioned earlier, mm. the AGC probably will only bring charges to uh, in 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 an instance where it knows or it has very strong evidence that it uh, that they, it can get uh, convicted, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, a lot of these things, sometimes the flow of money or that, you know, keeping records and all these things, it's not a hundred percent on that, right? So all we have, uh, like these, in these cases, you're, it's very clear who provided the money or who paid for the gifts, mm. right? Like they mentioned Como Holdings, UK or Singapore GP, Private Limited and all that. Mm. So it's very clear that those came from, uh, these entities. Yeah. Um, but yeah, were there any other uh, personal kind of uh, things coming from from Ong Beng Singh or whoever? We don't know, right? Mm. And we don't know because maybe there isn't enough evidence to support all these uh, allegations. Like the other nine, like the other nine, right? Yeah, the other nine charges. So know. only these, we're very sure. That, I mean, all these, they are, it seems like they're very sure that these happened, right? And the fact that everything's laid out so clearly, even down to like which which musical he went to watch. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tells you that they have, that we got the receipts, yo. We got the receipts, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, like what you said, like, it could be the tip of the iceberg. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess even like, you know, um, when I found out, oh, Joe Lowe had interactions with Leonardo DiCaprio, it almost felt like, oh shit, is Leonardo, Di- Leonardo DiCaprio in on this? Yeah. And now it's like, wow, was Hamilton on this? I mean, no lah, <laughs> definitely not lah. But it's like, you know, the mogul is making his rounds. Yeah. Um, but then also, like, you know, the 36 to 27, Suddenly, I mean, like this is again the like spec- to twenty-seven charges. Thirty-six oh, to twenty-seven. Okay. Maybe they saw. Oh shit! Is Davinder Singh? Okay, okay, okay. Reduce. That's probably not the case. Mm. But I saw the funniest thing that made me laugh out on Reddit was like, oh, Davinder Singh. You know, someone. You know, it's like better call Singh. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that too. Yeah, better call Singh. Yeah, <laughs> which is like you know, better yeah. call Saul. Better call. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I fucking burst out laughing, man. But but people pointed out that Saul Goodman in Better Call Saul. Uh, was a criminal lawyer. Like, he was a criminal and a lawyer. And, like, a lawyer, like, and he uh, was doing a lot of unethical things. But Davinder Singh, yo, like, this guy is top litigator. Top litigator. He, yeah. I mean, he's going to so, fight in court for you. And it's not about like all the illegal, all the illegal yeah. shenanigans that Saul Goodman gets up to. Like. And he was actually an MP. He yeah. was an MP representing Topayo from 1997 to 2006. I yeah. had no clue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he was even like, uh, yeah, uh, part of the GRC, Topayo GRC as well. Yeah. Um, but, 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 but yeah. I mean, it's true. Uh, it's true what you said that that his reputation, he, it's got a gravitas. Uh. Yeah. And part of the reason I went a rabbit hole yesterday because I, w- I went back to just read up about what he did during the NKF and TT Durai saga and the line of questioning and the amount of research that he, he did, you know, in terms of like calling out inconsistencies in how NKF reported its uh, revenue, how NKF reported uh, you know the the or at least how the the internal processes of NKF in terms of uh salary and compensation for its management and things like that. Mm. He dug through everything, man, and got all the receipts. And when he laid them out during the trial, it just like I think Titi Durai basically balls dropped at those moments. Just no no answer. And mm. so by the second day of the trial, they stopped. Right, they just decided, okay, we're gonna mm. drop charges. You know, mm. drop the drop this defamation case because. I mean, Davinder Singh was blowing the lid off like NKF's inner workings. 
mm. which caused a huge public uproar. And and those who remember back in the day, it was a I think it was a huge scandal, right? And and it dragged in uh Go Chop Tong's wife because she, you know, made comments about uh what Titi Dore earned being peanuts compared to what he he drew in. But yeah, you know that everything there was so much uh and this was pre-social media, there was mm. so much about it in the news, people were so upset. Like people went and vandalized NKF officers because of that. All because Davinder Singh, you know, yeah. got the act and blew the lid off everything. The like, golden right? taps and all. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was like, um, yeah, you know, so that's why his presence here kind of makes me sit up like, like, oh, is there, you know, is is there going to be a similar kind of situation where Davinder Singh is like going to like, you know, lay out a very, very, very detailed case that could, you know, possibly put his warrant under a different light. Like. Yeah, because... I mean, so so basically, it it, it like, like what you're saying also. There's, it's not that clear cut, right? Yeah. In the sense, like you yeah. think, okay, someone accepts this, it's a clear violation of the penal code. Um, confirm no chance. Mm. But okay, so anecdotally, right? Um, I, I think anyone who's been in the workforce, dealt with government officials and all, mm, mm. they are super careful about yeah. receiving anything. Yeah. I I I think uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but once we were in a meeting or something, we offered to buy coffee. Yeah, or something, yeah. and they said, "Uh, yeah, no, yeah, sorry, we yeah. cannot." Yeah, right. Uh, I know the the upper. I mean, the the benchmark is like fifty dollars. I think Chan Chun Singh said anything above yeah. fifty must declare. Yeah, but every interaction I've had is almost like very clearly you don't buy shit. Yeah. Um, you, or don't, like you, do, you don't accept yeah. shit. Yeah, you yeah. don't accept shit, even if it's a drink or something. Yeah. Uh, and even like I think when they deliver. You know those mandarin oranges or mooncakes and all? No yeah. one brings it home, right? Yeah, yeah, you have to leave in the office, put it in the middle for everyone to take. But you can't take a box home yourself. Yeah, and right? if you wanted to, if you wanted to accept a gift, there's a whole process you have to go through Yeah, where uh, there'll be, I think, like some committee or something to decide the value and you have to pay for that value. Yeah. Because like, let's yeah. say you get some artist who paints like this, wow, this amazing thing and like that and you you accept it. You can still take it home yeah. but you need to go through this whole review process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I found out like um, that even companies, they have very strict protocols mm. about interacting with anyone, especially government officials across their global offices. Yeah. They also have similar policy. Um, okay, if you have a, have a meeting, don't have it like with with a big transaction involved. Like. Mm, mm. So, so everyone knows that, right? So then it becomes a case like, okay, for Iswaran to be so clueless about it, right? Mm. To me, it's like one or two things. Like one, he's so blinded by power yeah. that, okay, this is the norm, like, no one will catch. Yeah. The other is that there's something, some stuff going on. Mm. Mm. Because it just feels weird, right? Like everyone who's at the civil service at the junior levels, they are so cautious. Is it just the case that how like, you know, Tan Chuan Jin was have, like, having an affair with someone in parliament? Mm. Are they mm. just so like, Okay, we can do whatever we want, you know. I mean, there is that possibility, like, right? There yeah. are a lot of people in positions of power who just can you can tell, are. no, not just clueless, but they uh, get off on the idea that they have more power, like, right? Mm. That they're above the the law, above the rules, rules for thee and not for me, like, right? Mm. Kind of thing. And um, in this case, the accepting of the gifts, like, right? Whether it's the tickets all F1 tickets and things like that. That clearly is a violation already, right? Yeah. I think in very simple terms, not even in public sector, even in private sector, as my understanding, even for MNCs in private sector, all that, even that gift exchange thingy for Chinese New Year is very heavily scrutinized these days. Mm. Uh, and, 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 you know, a lot of companies, like especially in the last couple of years, I think it's like really clamped down on already. It's really 
because you know any kind of business relationship, even the MNC with a vendor and things like that, you know, like there used to be a lot of things, a gifts exchanged or you know, I treat you, treat me kind of thing. But I think in the recent years, it's really been clamped down on because uh, people mm. don't want to have any kind of um, leave any kind of doubt about about their corruptibility and all. Uh. Mm. So it's quite clear when you see the number of gifts, everything that. Uh, something has gone wrong in that process, right? Yeah. That, you know, like what you said, either he, you know, there was either this complacency that he didn't care or, yeah, it was just like, yeah, he just felt he was above the law already. Yeah. yeah. Cause that, and that's why it's interesting, like, because, you know, you just asked the, uh, that, that important question, right? If something goes one way, who stands to benefit, right? Mm-hmm. So in this case, because I was just thinking, like, how, what, what kind of case could there be built? And I saw some, Lawyers online, you know, share their thoughts on Reddit and all. Oh, we're not 100% sure that lawyers either. Like, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, correct, yeah. correct, correct. Supposed lawyers. Some Redditors. Supposed Shit, lawyers yeah. who use like legal language yeah. uh, sounded like, mm, okay, that kind of makes sense. So, very mm. clear, we're not lawyers. We don't know if they're lawyers. Yeah. But the, they said one approach is like, okay, let's say the write out case. Mm. Uh, you know, on surface level, you could be like, of course, there's some weird thing happening. Like, you know, this is a house from SLA which falls under the ministry that this minister oversees. Mm. But the whole argument that got everything cleared was that he recluse himself. Recused from himself. Recuse. Yeah. Recused. Recused, not reclused. Recused. Recused, recused is like he, he stays, go into... He stays in. I mean, that's why he could be staying in right out loud. That's true. Recluse. Now he's reclusing himself. Yeah, yeah, but during yeah. the case, he recused himself. Recused. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so he recused himself from any decisions that had to do with his own dealings. Yeah. So in this case, maybe there's a case that, you know, Isuran like uh made it a point to recuse himself from anything to do with the contracts and all. Mm. Uh, so then maybe that would remove I don't know the corruption charges. But then the one under penal codes one six five still there like because he still accepted it. Right? Yeah. No, and I think uh the, in that case I think it, you know the ride out road thing was a you know it's a question of the process like, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it is possible for to recuse yourself from a process within your own department that right. Mm. But it's you still follow the process by after you recuse yourself. But in this case, I think everything that's been listed out quite clearly shows that it was Singapore GP Private Limited. It was Como Holdings UK mm. that provided these gifts. Like, it wasn't like uh, Ong Bing Singh in his personal capacity as a friend providing this. This you know, so that's where when once you're receiving a gift from a private limited, like, right, as a public servant, then that's where you need to. Oh, do I have a arm's length yeah. relationship with this company like are they trying to offer my employer which is the government like, right something and vice versa uh, and that's where you need to be very careful already mm. so yeah I, I, I also find it like uh, that could be the defense like, right that it was a personal gift as a friend right? friend to friend like hey brother you yeah. know that kind of thing but because it went through a private limited or Como uh, Como Holdings UK that's where I think it's tricky. Uh, yeah. Argue. But I mean, like, right now they have the general dates of when this happened. I mean, it's yeah. been six years, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. maybe some one of the defense is like, okay, this was given after the contract was settled already. Mm. You know? Because mm. even MTI came out and said that the 2022 Grand Prix yeah. was not affected by any of these dealings or, or yeah. anything, right? Yeah. So, so, so then, on the flip side, it almost feels like, okay, like, you know, on one hand, you would assume that someone would take precautionary measures to make yeah. sure they are not anywhere close to being like accused of corruption right yeah 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 um but then you look at Tan Chuan Jin 
you had the big boss of Singapore mm. telling you don't fuck around mm. but he still go mm. right the other the Cheng Li Hui also same thing don't fuck around but they were like you know what yeah we get what you're saying but we're still going to do it anyway mm. Mm. so then in this case is it more like okay they are so blatant which then makes me think again the unanswered question is this something that's happening a lot mm. uh, and maybe because okay Lawrence Wong is going to become the next PM right mm. if you are becoming the new PM what is one thing you want to do to fucking show you mean business? Uh? You, know, you, you have to purge any kind of like, uh, you know, ill behavior. Yeah. That has happened before. Uh, exactly. Right? And like almost make an example, right? Yeah. Again, speculation. But you know, we've also heard that in the media industry, uh, I've never encountered, I think we've heard that so- sometimes <laughs> when people have big productions, they almost hire someone purposely to fire them on the first day. <laughs> Yeah. Have you heard that? I've heard that. Yeah, yes, I've yes. heard that also. Just to show people that, okay, you don't fuck around with me, you are off. Mm. But it's all planned, like, but you show something. Like. Mm-hmm. So in this case, because I think everyone has a question, like how would this impact PAP's perception for the elections? Like, right? mm-hmm. but, I, but at the same time, is that necessarily a bad thing? Mm. That people want to come in and clean up the act a little bit? Yeah. Even if the... Even if the mistakes or what are not as egregious as a million dollar payout or four hundred eight hundred thousand dollar payout, even if it's a small thing like getting football tickets, mm. getting musical tickets over many many years, like little little bits, is that a bad thing that 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 that's clear? Because, um, you know, there have been so many examples of this kind of fraud, right, of embezzlement and all that, where it it really starts with something very innocent. Like, uh, like I think I watched the movie recently, Bad Education. Where mm. It was basically about a, a school administrator who realized that, you know, he he just it started with a, oh, I forgot to bring my own personal credit card. I used the corporate card or the, the you know, the, the card that the school gives me to buy a donut. Oh, it works. Okay. Did anything get flagged up in the, you know, next week by accounting? No, didn't. Oh, then let's just move on and try something bigger and bigger. Lah. So bit by bit, it grew into mm. like massive, a massive level of fraud, like, right? It involved multiple people and big sums of money. So these are things that really can happen, like, like slippery slope, like, right? And if anything, you can say that there has been a pattern of of it happening across the years mm. with with this in this instance, like, right? It's not. It wasn't a one time weakness or like, oh, I just happened to. I really wanted these tickets for Taylor Swift concert, and you don't get them for me. It was like almost like, oh. There's a regularity to it. There was like, uh, you know, he wasn't like, oh, I'm a big menu fan. I need to watch like, I must watch this menu game. It was like every, like different types of games, like different teams, different everything. Mm-hmm. So there's almost like, oh, like constantly, like, yeah, there was this stream of like gifts or experiences that you could get for this. Yeah. And that's what worries me. It's not that the the value of one-off of the gifts is this, this stream of, it's almost like there was this tap that was uh, being turned on and off, on off, on off, like, mm. right? So, like you mentioned, you know, this is, we, we don't know if this is, the, this is everything there is. Uh, there could yeah. have been more. There could have been stuff that there isn't even the evidence of. I, I think the what's the one big expenditure that, that jumps out at you the most uh, of everything? Uh, jumps out? Yeah. I mean, I didn't know Ong Bing Singh has a private jet. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was... Yeah, but then I'm not... He's a billionaire. Yeah, of course, he would have a private jet. Or yeah. access to a private jet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the one thing, big thing that jumped out at me was uh, that one night stay in the Four Seasons in Doha. Huh? $4,700 yeah. for one night. Like, you fly a private jet to go and talk business with somebody. I'm like, okay, la, you know, that happens. You take business class back from that trip. 
yeah, okay lah. You know, it took a flight. That's what it cost, right? Business class. But like to stay in the $4,700 suite or whatever it was in a hotel. What was going on in that hotel room? Maybe it was tourist season, Terrence. Maybe there was the only room left. Possibly, possibly. Uh, but 4700 still. Come on, like that's Maybe like, Doha, that's like, you know, that's not even presidential suite level, man. I'm thinking it should, it probably is the presidential suite uh, level, lah, right? But but it's like, but what, why do you need a presidential suite lah, in that instance, you know? Mm. It could have, you could have stayed much, you know, cheaper, more, more, you know, accommodate. It's one night. It's not, wasn't even like a, a big thing, but what is going on in that, that $4,700 suite? La? That's yeah. why I'm, I'm more interested to find out. But that, that expense really jumped out at me. La. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think, you know, just visualizing that, I think if there was one minister who would like play the role of a villain well in a movie, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's really has like that, that mafia boss kind of mm. look. Yeah, yeah. And you he's know? lost weight. Eh? He look, oh, yeah, he's he lost... lost weight. I'm sure since July, it's been damn stressful for him. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... maybe, or maybe he's been working out. Like, been working <laughs> out yeah. Getting ready for this public appearance. Getting his guns ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, like, I mean, like just thinking about, okay, what, what does this mean going forward? La? I actually think it, it is a taint definitely on, on PM Lee's uh, uh, reign. La. Right, yeah, because when you know Tan Chuan Jin came out, uh, yeah. that whole extramarital affair came out, and it and it was uh, made public that Lee Hsien Lung actually counseled him in yeah. twenty twenty. Yeah. But he just went on. Yeah. Right. So in this case, so many questions like, are there? Is this was this like a norm amongst the ministers? You mm. can imagine all the ministers who maybe like um uh, let's say they also uh did this. Their balls and like. Uh, not other body parts might be shaking now like, mm. because there are subordinates who might have known about it. Maybe they didn't whistleblow last time. Now it's like, oh shit, it is really draining the swamp. Like, you know? mm-hmm. And and it feels like, yeah, if there's going to be a change in leadership where already the past year there's been some questions about integrity and also the fact that, you know, like let's say minister salaries, right? they're yeah. always so high, right? Yeah. What is the single biggest reason we have always heard why the salaries have to be high? Anti-corruption. Anti-corruption. Yeah. Then you get someone accepting $270 tickets to watch Curious Dog, yeah. Curious Incident on a Dog at night. Yeah. So then it, it kind of defeats that, right? That means it doesn't work. Yeah. So yeah. to send a message, maybe you really need to go, okay, we need to drain the swamp, we need to repair all the damage that has been done to our reputation over the past year and make an example of this. Mm, I mean, but actually, I, I see it, I, I don't see it as like necessarily that, um, you know, is that this represents what is going on mm. across the board, right? Mm, yeah, mine was just speculation already. Yeah, yeah, it's entirely speculation. Because yeah. to me, it's like, it's it's almost like a, like how how would anybody working in public service, you know, do this over so long, like, right? Accepting gifts. Because even I think even for us as well, like you say, even in our interactions with with uh, you know, middle middle managers or you know, more junior civil servants mm. and all, we already get a lot of this already. We hear uh uh, you know, the parameters of what they can and can't do. And, it, and the amounts we're talking about in terms of buying coffee is really tiny. It's like $5, $10, whatever, you know. And already, mm. people are so antsy about it. So, for this to have happened over so long, it, it points, I, I think it's like, it really points to, to me, uh, to someone who maybe really just got, you know, got, got lost in that, that power, that power, uh, drowned in the power. Because I have met people before where um, that I met people before who 
somehow in their later in their careers or something, they came to large amounts of money, like, right? Whether it's that they, they you know unexpectedly got promoted to a, or you know recruited for a much higher paying position, and just watching the way the glee with which they you know uh, were gloating about their wealth, you know, showing pictures of a house in Australia that they bought or paintings that they bought. And then after even like just saying really quite tone deaf things, but, oh, you know, like the crazy things like being rich, you know, you actually pay less for things and just gloating about how <laughs> his new Amex credit card limit got him free like limousine services to the airport to and fro, blah, blah, things like that. And you realize, yeah, this sometimes like greed, right? can really just cloud some people's minds on that, you know? Mm. Not even in terms of just social mores about not gloating about these things probably, but just in terms of starting to feel like because I earn so much, I'm entitled to, you know, I'm special and I'm entitled to things that poorer people can't get, mm. you know? And this sense of entitlement and then that make, that's, that gets them off like, more than anything. Like. Mm. So, having seen this in people before and then just seeing wow, this long laundry list of like, even the small, small items that, that easily someone in his capacity could afford, like, right? It kind of, I, I almost felt, yeah, I saw, I saw that person in there, like, this mm. person who was like, oh, okay, God. It's not the uh, value, like, it's, it's just the, the value. excess. Like. Yeah, it's just the excess that, that makes you feel powerful, that you are walking in those circles where you can ping rich billionaires and ask them for things, you know? Mm. That's what gets them off. Like. It feels like, and then, I mean, Funny thing is now all these selfies that he's taking that, that they took together and all that are all coming out, like, right? And they look so happy, right? They look so happy, like I'm facing big gleeful smile. And then it's Warren was so wow, a big gleeful smile. And you're like, what is going on in those WhatsApp exchanges like, between the two of them? But then like the f- there will also be people around him, right? Like mm-hmm. certain ticket holders, maybe is directly deal yeah. with uh mm-hmm. Ong Ming Singh. But the the bigger ticket items, because yeah. you know, like for administer levels, they have people to help them book their flights yeah, yeah, and yeah. shit like that, get yeah. insurance for them and shit. Yeah. So then it feels like it couldn't just be him knowing this, mm-hmm. right? And maybe I'm not I'm not saying the people uh, around him enabled it. Maybe they they you can totally imagine, right? Um, sir, maybe I I think this one must declare, and he be like, don't worry. Yeah. And what yeah. Are you gonna say? Yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah. uh, you can't tell him no. I you better do this. Of course you can lah, but then then you risk your livelihood and all. Mm. So that's why it feels like yeah, it could be he's he's like uh so living in such a bubble to the point that even now, let's say it's super clear cut lah, like this is like the the general the agency has like a is a no brainer for them. Mm. Maybe he still feels he has a case lah. Maybe maybe yeah. And then, I mean that that impression he has might also be clouded by yeah. what we just talked about like That sense of like being above the law. But I, I don't forget that, um, yes, he's the Minister of Transport, which in recent months has not had, uh, you know, the Transport Ministry with Simply Go and Bus Services suspended. Hasn't had the best best rep. Like, I mean, people are saying, oh, the poison chalice of the <laughs> Minister of Transport. But don't forget, being the Minister of Trade Industry that, that essentially was there, that brought in F1 to mm-hmm. Singapore, that's the fucking crown jewel of our of our sporting landscape, like our entertainment landscape in Singapore, our tourism landscape in Singapore. It's the crown jewel. You must feel pretty fucking uh like the boss, like, right? Mm. When every September you see fucking everybody, the streets the all shut down. World. You you uh. affected that. Doesn't that make you feel like, oh fuck man, like this country owns uh. owes me, man, you know? 
if anything, lah, right? That is true. Uh. So so that's why I'm saying that don't look at it just like oh he's just another minister or that. They, they, I think even between ministers, the stuff that you're in charge of or the stuff that you brought to Singapore, the stuff that your profile's associated with, kind of uh, matters as well like, in terms of how you how you actually you see yourself. That's uh. true. Uh. As opposed to like you know um, minister for overseeing like MND, you know housing. Okay, now the we got prime videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like people yeah. are okay, yeah, prime videos or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's no there's no glamour associated yeah, yeah. to it. Like, this is yeah, like what you said, the most glamorous event in Singapore. Yeah. Where you get people like Beyonce yeah. and all just coming and yeah. you know, you will rub shoulders with them. You like. will, yeah. You'll be at all the the ribbon cutting ceremonies, you all and the you are the man who made it happen. You are the part of the yeah, you're one of one of the, the men part, who, yeah. And maybe even like in some ways you are thinking like you see the sacrifices I made. I have to make this friendship with this guy, mm. with this billionaire who I don't even really like or something like that, you know? And then, yeah, I have to... But then, okay, it's all so part of it. Like. On the flip side, right? Uh, okay, you you know, he's he's in the role of a civil servant. Mm. Then you get Ong Beng Singh. Yeah. Right? What if, okay, for whatever reason, this, this sort of relationship building was essential to bringing F1 to Singapore? Yeah. And that's how business is done. That's how business is done, Terrence. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then, it's almost like, you know, it's for the greater good. Look yeah. at how much our economy has been spurred on by F1. Yeah, we yeah, had yeah. the longest extension in the history, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. How many years? The whole global spotlight is on us. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like the, it's like the guy who's like telling the wife, you know, I really don't want to go to the KTV, but really, the client wants to go, I have to bring him, right? <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to go to KTV. I really, I really don't want to go and fondle yeah. the girls there, that kind of thing. But, but you, yeah. yeah, if we get this client, you know, we can buy the house we always want. Yeah, yeah. If we can set us up for yeah. life. Yeah, know? set us up for life. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. Babe. I, I have to I go KTV today. To go. If he wants me to be with five <laughs> girls, you know, like um, as they give their TED talks in their yeah. uh in the KTV, I have to be there. Yeah, I have to. Have to. But yeah, like you think about how much it really put us on the map, no? Mm, mm, yeah. So then, does that count for anything? Uh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I feel it shouldn't mm, because mm. like. I don't know, like, it's like a crack. Like, the moment you start justifying like that, right, then the whole system kind of falls away. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right, yeah. Uh, and, uh, on a totally tangential side, another thing that stuck out to me, um, and I know what you're going to say, okay, I tried to remove and the lens. Yeah. <laughs> the lens. <laughs> Harish's favorite lens. The but, first the first pair that he puts on every morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it just occurred to me, Okay, that, you know, like, we have the public prosecutors, you know, the chief prosecutor, the deputy chief, pro- and two, the deputy chief prosecutor and deputy public prosecutor up against uh, Isuran and his team. La. Yeah. So, Isuran, you know, you have Isuran flanked by Davinder Singh, Navin Tevar, Rajvinder Singh, Shefa Safi Sir- Sirbini, and then the prosecution is Tang Kiat Peng, <laughs> Jian Ke Yu, and Kelvin Chong. I don't know where you're going with this. Where are you going with this, Harsh? Where are you going with this? I mean, I'm just saying it's four against three. Like, that's all. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just saying it's four. And numerical. Okay, so okay. It's just majority. Like the pictures, but, yeah. I'm like, huh. Wow, that's interesting. I'm sure it wasn't intentional. Mm. But it feels like, wow, like um, the, the Titans and their and their posses. Mm. I, I mean, that has no relevance to the case at all. Uh, I don't see. I don't see. <laughs> I, don't see I, I don't see the For you, it was just It's your, all Singaporeans. It's all Singaporeans. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is uh, interesting. Uh. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like so so many things to... Like, do, do you think this will be... The, the trial's going to start in March, yeah, right? Yeah. Do you think it's going to be long, extended? 
I mean, the fact that the Vinder Singh is on it, and it seems that Iswaran is going to fight mm. tooth and nail, right? right? People online are speculating this could take years. Mm. This could take years, which doesn't bode well for the election, uh. for you know PAP's image and, and vulnerabilities during the election, right? Yeah, man. Because that's something that people can jump on, right? But it's it's yeah. So I think strap in for the long ride, uh. You know, I I don't think it's gonna be uh one and done thing or, or very very fast. So. I don't know. That's why I found the exchange. If you can read the letters between Iswaran and uh, PMD, yeah. quite interesting. Mm. In the sense that Iswaran is still, you know, even in his resignation letter, insisting that he was he's innocent. He'll clear that. his name, la. Yeah. So to me, like that, uh, you know, you know, the the one hundred and one when writing resignation letter is to be as impassive as possible, la, though. Don't, don't burn the bridges and everything. <laughs> this was not like, this was like, you know, like, you know, in, even though you all like do this to me, everything, I'm still innocent and I, you know, out of the goodness of my heart, I'm going to give back the money or that. So this felt like that kind of resignation letter. Yeah. So it's like, um, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. But like the public prosecu- uh, prosecutions like this, public can go and watch, right? I believe so, yeah. You can go to court. Ooh, and yeah. um, no cameras and all that. But yeah, we can. got to go, man. It's like parliament. Uh. But it's going to be a hot ticket. La. Everyone's uh, going to want to hot ticket. Yeah, yeah. Hot ticket for some hot takes. Queue up in the morning. Uh, but yeah, it, mm. it's, it's, yeah, it's, um, I don't know. And the, oh, the other aspect, I think the one thing also people are saying that uh, now there's a lot of focus on what, what Iswaran uh, received, uh, right? Mm. Uh, but what about the other flip side, which is the, if they claim that there is corruption, what is the value of the contracts and everything that, that were pitched? Like mm. the ABBA Voyage musical, which I'm so interested to find out, the ABBA Voyage thing, whatever. Yeah. I'm interested to see what is it. Like, is it a very, very big deal that's very expensive or whatever, right? Uh, and, and also on that side, like, did Ong Bing Singh do anything wrong? Yeah. So we'll, we'll, I think that's the thing. Uh, they, they haven't decided whether they, they say they'll deal with him after Iswaran's case, Warren's case like, right? But, whether to charge him or not. But yeah. I mean, off the top of my head, like, I mean, like, uh, I think being a civil servant uh, in public service is very different from being in business. Like. Yeah, yeah. Because you can argue that what he did is just part of business. Yeah. Entertaining. Uh, entertaining VIPs. Yeah. yeah. And for anyone who says no, you can still do business without building relationships. That's bullshit, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, it can't just be purely transactional unless you run like some e-commerce website where you don't have any relationship yeah. uh, with your customers and all. Yeah. Because some people are also saying that uh, maybe these are not even like the tickets that are, you know, specially bought and given to Iswaran. Maybe they're like, literally they have this, they have these tickets because they buy tickets all the time and they're just leftover tickets, yeah. just give away. Long. Like the F1 tickets, a lot of times, they can't sell everything also because, you know, they're expensive, right? So they yeah. okay, let's give to VIP guests oh, if you want. Uh. Mm. So, I don't know when. But, I mean, those tickets for F1 for like green rooms and all that. Like 1,000 plus each, right? Yeah, those are, I think they come with like food and, you know, like entertainment and all that as well. It's not just like walkabout tickets where you, yeah, go and, you walk around and then watch the car zoom by and after that you go go to the Padang and watch a concert. Yeah, that's it's why like, it's not. Uh, these yeah. are like VIP rooms. Uh, yeah, like yeah. With buffets and, and, and alcohol and all that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, uh, like uh, it's going to be a long ass ride. Uh. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just, uh, you know, I'm glad that that this has, like we talked about 
this having to happen sooner rather than later. Yeah. And it's a lot earlier than I thought it would be. Like, I thought it would be like a couple of months from CPIB closing its investigations. Yeah. And then the AGC. Because Chan Chun Singh just said like, like the last parliament yeah, sitting, right? last parliament sitting just saying that yeah, like, they will yeah. now decide what to do. So I thought, okay, well, probably a couple of months and I think, wow, this just came out like that. And, and, and as much as it feels like, oh shit, it's another scandal in Singapore politics, I actually think it's a good thing. What? The, for Singapore. Yeah. Because we have not really been tested. Mm. Uh, the system of integrity has not been tested. The past year has seen like a few taints in the PAP's reputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we are, they're always, if you're, if, you're, if you're white, you have to be whiter than white, you're whiter than white. And they will uphold the integrity. But this is a test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it is, there's a lot that we are going to learn from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be like something that forges our nation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's a, I think one of the funny memes I've seen is the one where like there's a photo of Najib laughing alongside his associates. Is it, what? You mean they they their corruption was just like football tickets and concert tickets? <laughs> <laughs> I mean this Najib in the face of one MDB talking about billions of dollars in the global yeah. financial system and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you think about it from an external perspective, the fact that a minister is being charged in court for that is also to other countries like, oh mm. shit, Singapore means business. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah. So there's a lot that we can gain from this. Mm. Uh it's just what happens, like and and yeah, it's it's because uh, the last case, I think it was nineteen ninety six case. The one had a had a very sad ending, like ninety six, eighty six, The politician who committed they, suicide, they, they chant something. Yeah, yeah. He, he basically committed suicide before he could be charged. A month after it was made public, yeah, he committed yeah. suicide. He left a suicide note, yeah, yeah saying yeah. you know he feels bad about what happened, and as an honorable man, the only part he can take is the highest penalty, and he killed himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. And you look at it, you're like, oh fuck, like that. I mean, for someone to kill themselves as opposed to being tried by law for things they did that was wrong, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. So in this case, yeah, it's a test, but this guy wants to challenge. Mm. Breaking, like trailblazing, man. So and we he's, see. He's brought the big guns with him as well. He brought the big guns. Yeah. Of, of like, you know, I'm completely color neutral. I don't see any color. Yeah, yeah, of course. The color of the guns don't matter. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's only you, Harish. The, the big gun. The big gun. The big gun. Yeah. yeah. We still got one more topic to talk about. We do. Yeah. Uh, this one's also about like, uh, you know, big guns taking out smaller, smaller <laughs> fish, like, right? And literally, like, smaller fish. Uh, but what is this uh, goofy topic about? Um, it is the news that uh, an um, owner of some fish uh, has had her fish attacked by otters mm. again. Yeah. A year since the last attack happened. Like. Yeah. Um, and this time there were 10 arowanas that were killed. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, the otters entered the property January 17, 2024, around 7am, made it way into its house, and then they killed, I think, 10 arowanas. Mm, mm. The owners has six left, and these each of these arowanas are like $1,000 each. La. Yeah. And the, like they didn't even eat the full arowanas. Yeah. They just tore some of the eyes, some of the gills, and they left one in the house. La. Yeah. And this is a year after her house was attacked where she lost 40 koi and fishes. Yeah. Um, again to otters, right? Again to otters. Yeah. So, so yeah, it just feels like, wow, this is the second time in one year. Mm, mm, God damn. Uh, yeah. So, so, I mean, it's sad that they had their property, the yeah. fishes killed. But why do you want to talk about this? Eh? Um, I mean, it came out as a news article on Mothership. But I guess 
my big question was like, yeah, the last time, the last headline of the last Mothership article was uh, in that, when it first happened in October 2022. Was that otters kill over 40 koi and fishes, mm. leaving Bukit Timah resident too traumatized to rear fish again. So I'm surprised that after that, this same resident decided to go and get 16 arowana for like $1,000 each. And then this all happens again. And then, you know, it becomes a, another news thing again and complaining about it and all that, right? So I'm like, at this point, it's like, how much uh, how much sympathy you have for, for this wow. resident? La? I mean, the house has two pawns, la, right? Mm. Uh, and she did say that after this, they're going to stop because to fence it up even more is going to take major renovation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But can you imagine if like maybe after last October or like December, they're like, you know what? I think we are like, um, we... Emotionally ready to yeah, fish to, again. to get fish. And then yeah. otters come again. And this time the otters added insult to injury by entering the interior of the house. Oh, and they left one there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because the pond apparently leads into the house as well so the otters could swim through. Oh, they are like... And they wet the floor and everything. So. But can you imagine? It, because if she stopped uh, the fishes after the otters, then it's almost like... You, you're, 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 you're kneeing, you're kneeling down by the, uh, bowing to the otters, you know? mm, 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 So it feels like, I mean, I don't blame her for getting more. Nothing happened for like a year-ish. Yeah. And the otters came again. Yeah. But what, what do you think is the, what are the rules of engagement if you see an otter attacking your pond of expensive Actually, fish? I have no idea, man. Like, do you think it'd be justified for you to attack the otters? Attack. Yeah. Wow, that one. I, I, I attack, you mean like with a broomstick or just hit them or, or throw something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if you see them kind of like eating your fish mm-hmm. and all that, then I, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you know, like we always see these videos, people taking a snake, eating a like monkey in nature. They're like, leave it, leave it. Yeah, That's yeah, nature. Yeah. Yeah. So if the otter is eating a coin, there's nature. There's nature. There's nature. You know, this is a new habitat. Yeah. There's yeah. nature. Don't inter- interfere with nature. But that one, I think different. Yeah. But, but I mean, it is nature. It is. It's true, it is. I mean, a fish, regardless of what you pay for it, a fish is a fish, right? And then like, it's, it's yeah, yeah, the otters have entered private property, but yeah, it's like a bird flying to your private property. What can you do? So, right? You can't do anything, right? But if your if a bird is like uh poking your wife, you won't be like chase it away, like chase it that's, away. Yeah. That's nature. Yeah, you can chase it away, but I'm just saying you can't like catch it and imprison it and, and all that. Like, oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I think otters are in some are also protected somewhat, like, right in Singapore. Mm. If I'm not wrong. So it's like yeah, like, there's not much options uh except to probably better fortify your house like, if you really want to to keep more fish. Like. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think they are lobbying against like banning otters or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it's just one of those houses. Like every house, you got pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Right? Your house might be facing the early morning sun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one, you're just at a higher risk of otter invasion. Yeah, yeah. Because she did say that they did leave the ponds empty after the last attack. Uh, but they gradually became infested with frogs. So as such, she, she decided to keep arowanas as she believed they're not really a favorite of otters. So I mean, yeah, uh, I guess she maybe did a little bit of uh, research or something and found that, oh, otters don't really eat arowanas. Also, also she thought. <laughs> fuck, man. And yeah, it came like, like probably like a, a, a big-ass group uh, because they left the, <laughs> the floors wet and all. Yeah. And, yeah. oh, um, yeah. yeah, like it's a... Uh, Crazy are these otters. 
Really do whatever the hell they want, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I've seen yeah, I've seen seen them swimming in condo pools, like literally, like with my own eyes and all. It's quite like yeah, the the Singapore is their playground, no? But N Parks previously said that the presence of otters in residential areas is likely to be transient. Mm. Doesn't seem very transient. And they come back. So maybe like for the residents, so she got some sort of assurance like that, okay, this mm. is a one off. Yeah, yeah. You know, like don't worry, it'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, and then boom. But yeah, like, I think I think like uh, it's one of those things that every house has downsides, like, You know. Mm, mm, and if they really start lobbying for culling and all that, I feel it's not good. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of otters also at this point. Mm. Uh, I mean, I don't hate them. I don't think they should be culled. Mm. Just you have to be more careful, la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Same lah. When, when I walk my dogs, if I see otters around, uh, I I keep a white berth. Because uh, they, like, they can they will, chase, yeah. they will come and chase you. They will, uh, they're that territorial that they will take uh, offensive action to defend their space. Uh. And because they always come in groups, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, in fact, I have been uh, sort of like pack attacked by... Pack by attacked? Because I was walking my dog late at night at Gardens by the Bay. Uh, and uh, yeah, then he started to, you know, get go wild and like barking at a bush or something. Then I, I was like, oh, probably just a squirrel or something. I just quickly walked. Then suddenly these otters all came out and they, they form a line, you know, like form a line across like the gardens by the bay, that, that the bay's garden, that running track area. Yeah. Form a line and then started to like advance, like, you know, like, like army, like that fire movement and advance that, that thing, like two at a time, that kind of thing. Advanced towards me and my dog. Eh. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah my, at that point, I was like, I really wanted to take out my phone, take photo, but it was like too dangerous because like, they were quite fast and my dog also was like, wanting to jump at them really. So I was like, wow, shit, these guys, they mean business. Huh? They're like, last time, you know, at Zook, like all those fights outside Zook and then you see all that. Now the otters have, oh, they have shit. taken the mantle of that. Oh, yeah. I think my only interaction with otters was once I was on a date at the beach Ah, okay. and fucking otters come. And then? And like 2 a.m. no. And then? So? Then we had to move lah. Move to where? Because they, they, they came in a pack. Like and we then? were sitting on the sand. Oh, okay. You know, but then got disturbed you eh? They were coming towards us. Like to they do just what? What, all you, what are you doing eating? Uh? <laughs> <laughs> At 2 a.m. while you're eating. I mean, just chilling on the beach <laughs> lah. Oh, I see, I see. Then what, what, the what threat do you, do you pose to them? If we are sitting on the beach, the otters are walk, like coming in your direction with one pack. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't blame anyone for wanting to vacate. I, w- I was like, hey, just chill out. Uh, that sounds like a great date, date night though. Like a great it's a date good night memory. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a good memory. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, I was like, fucking otters. Like, it was perfect, no? Like, the mood was there. The moon was there. The waves, oh, allow it. And fucking otters. But to me, that's like even cooler right, that you get to see otters. No, but you, they, I mean, they're not in the distance, no. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, like, yeah. we're sitting there, the water, they cute, literally right. came out there. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't look that cute, okay? Oh, okay? They were big and like, there was a bunch of them. It's like the family of 13 or something. All oh, just yeah, came out. Yeah. Wow. Then we had to, we had to go. They cock block you that night. Like. Cock block. <laughs> 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 Fucking cock block by otters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that was my only interaction with otters. But yeah, you know, I think yeah, you know, if anything, I think this this resident should think twice about rearing fish in a place, lah. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, I think she maybe she has to have to get like birds or something, I know. Mm. Yeah, or oh, big dog, lah, big dog. Yeah, a yeah. big dog, correct. Well, correct. but end up like the otters fight the dog. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh. It could be worse. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Oh well. But uh, on to happier things. Uh, what is your one shot comment? Uh okay. Wait, do Do you have yours in front of you? I have it. Yes. 
Wait, do uh, I have uh, it? Uh, 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 no, actually, yes, I do. Uh, wait, do I? Oh, shit. No, wait. I don't. Yeah, I'm also looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't it. have mine uh, immediately, but I'm pulling it up. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, on our last podcast, uh, which was episode 481, I think it was, uh, it was, the people were talking about, um, you know, the, the initiative to, to list budget options around, around where you live. Mm. So, uh, Singaporean, uh, had something to say that, uh, that, yeah, you know, thanks again for another awesome podcast. Great for your daily commute. Thanks for raising this point about crowdsourcing website. Uh, and I think an interesting point you put that this, this website actually sounds like the exploitation of the hawker. Passing down the inflationary pressure to the hawker, which who is sandwiched between an uncaring government and raw material suppliers. Uh. Mm, mm, mm. So yeah, I thought that was like, um, you know, uh, a nice, uh, not say a nice way to put it, uh, right? But a very succinct way of maybe sort of emphasizing why we felt a little bit uncomfortable about it, uh, right? Mm. That inflationary pressures are being pushed down to the hawker and, and there's not much they can do, uh, right? Yeah. And uh, the website seemed to serve uh, as a way of like rubbing it in their faces almost. Because yeah. Yeah. just today there was an article coming out that more hawkers are closing because yeah. they can't deal with the rent, right? Yeah, yeah, correct. Uh, so yeah, I mean, thank you for Singaporean for, you know, putting into words uh, a lot of what we are saying. Oh, Singaporean. Actually, that's that's my like uh, uh, one short uh, comment, I guess. Uh, ah, the same one. No, no. Yours oh, okay. was 481, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was sure. 480. Oh, okay, oh okay. Singaporean. Like, uh, On the road. Yeah, I mean, basically, it was just very simply answering a question I had. Like, um, uh, it was about the Simply Go app, right? Mm. Like, one question I had was, like, why people, like, why there was a influx of people wanting to download the Simply Go app yeah. to the point that it crashed the server. Mm. And um, the commenter just pointed out something, yeah, which I'm like, okay, I guess that makes sense. Mm. Whenever there's a app uh, upgrade, um, yeah. you would expect that it really is an upgrade. La. Like, mm. there's new functionality or something. La. Yeah. Um. Uh, as in, as in, no, no, as in, like to move to an app from an offline thing, it's almost okay. What's the new functionality going to mm. be, la? Mm. So that's why. Even then, I would still say that uh, downloading an app. I mean, like it's like an upgrade, right? Uh, in fact, no. Maybe I'll be more cautious over an upgrade rather than an app. Actually, app I download quite fast. Mm. If I see something, yeah, hey, that's quite cool. I'll just download it. Yeah, you, you, you. I download apps quite a bit. You're an app aficionado. Yeah. No, I'm an app whore. <laughs> this is what I would say. I'm an app whore. Yeah, yeah you, are, uh, you are. Because I really like trying out different apps and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. in this case, uh, yeah, so maybe I was just calling myself out. Mm. Why you download so fast? Maybe people didn't, yeah. So, um, yeah. And then there was some discussion also about like, um, well, how else it could have been more seamless. And yeah, so now already it's popping, man. Yeah, yeah. I guess. popping. I guess all this simply go discussion kind of has is, has taken Sign, a back yeah. seat la. Yeah. I mean, although now we have a new transport minister who was start. also talking about the simply go thing, right? Yeah, 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 Remember exactly. we said he should sit on the bus. Now yeah, he's like, yeah. oh, fuck! Now he I can't really sit on the to... bus anymore. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he has to I take the bus every day. <laughs> <laughs> he has to take the bus every day. He's like, ah, shit. Yeah. Well, wow, interesting, interesting month for him. Uh. Yeah. Cool. And what about your short thing, man? Uh, my one short thing is just something that came out on Netflix mm. recently, and then I just like binged it all at one go because it was really Singles Inferno no 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 it was very quite harrowing quite but really riveting to watch it's mm. uh the documentary limited series uh, American Nightmare mm. no you heard about it, it. it's just by came the, out yeah it just, yeah, it just came, came out, out. Right? it's by the creators of uh, Tinder Swindler mm. but it's about a case of a 
kidnapping, uh, a woman who got kidnapped uh, from her boyfriend's home overnight. Um, and uh, subsequently, you know, she was. it was thought that, it was called the Gone Girl case. Lah, oh. Because it was believed that she actually, they actually perpetuated the a hoax of her kidnapping as a means of revenge or something lah, to, to get her boyfriend in trouble who had cheated on her. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of twists and turns in the whole story. And this only happened in 2015. So oh. I, it was re- quite recent. And uh, I didn't, I, I never knew about this case, but just watching this is just like a lot of twists and turns. And oh, the way really, they told yeah. the story was, I thought was was quite interesting also. Uh, yeah. Oh shit. How many episodes? Three episodes. But, but three one-on-one episodes, but very easy to just get through because you need to know what happens next. Uh. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah, so that's my one show thing. Oh, my my one show thing is also a Netflix show. It's yeah. a show that I initially wrote off after one episode, but okay. now I've gone back and tried again, and okay. I'm starting to really like it. It's called yeah. Beef. Mm. Uh, I mean, of course, it just won a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, okay, you know what? Like we have discussed this before, right? Now, just watching one episode of a show, maybe you might be writing it off a bit too early. Yeah. yeah. So I rewatched the first episode and the second episode, and now I'm like half. Actually, I don't know how many episodes there are, but I actually really like it because it's a very different kind of show. Mm. and it leaves you very uncomfortable mm-hmm. and it's also a show where the episodes are 30 to 40 minutes which is getting harder and harder to find mm-hmm. like you just want something that you can watch like uh, 30 40 minutes a comedy or something and I love Steven Yuan uh, I don't know about Ali Wong yet but I think the show actually is a very interesting premise mm-hmm. uh, and the way they edit it the music the direction all quite cool uh, quite cool mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so I'm actually really enjoying it. Just after Even you, I shat on it. After it won a lot of awards. Yeah, I'm, so, a, yeah. I'm a whore. I'm a award whore. I'm an aficionado. Yeah. I'm an award whore. You're a celebrity no, I will, gossip I will aficionado. totally accept it. That I think I told you, I told Tristan, I watched it. I'm like, hmm, was there anything? didn't feel sticky enough. But now yeah. I'm giving it a shot because, because of the it awards, got some uh. credits. Yeah, 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 yeah. I won't deny that. Does that make me a whore? Does that make me a glory hunter? Call it what you want. Yeah, aficionado, yeah, aficionado. Aficionado. <laughs> correct, correct. Yeah, you're yeah. like you're like as far as I know if it's musicals. Yeah, that's right. what people that's who go thing. to uh to watch KTV performing artists will say. Yeah, I'm yeah, an yeah. aficionado of KTVs. Because I go there to watch them communicate emotion through their dancing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're trying to close business deals. Yeah, correct, correct, correct. What, like, yeah that's for the greater good. For the greater good. <laughs> yeah. But but oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's it. Thanks everybody for listening and watching. Yeah, it's been an exciting week. Eh? Exciting like, week. It's yeah. gonna be an exciting few months. Eh? Uh, I don't know about that. Like, f- I feel like it's gonna be one of those like oh, up down, up down kind of thing. Like, you're not gonna get like constant stream of like of of information about that's it, true. La. At least yeah. we know much. There's something. That yeah, the, something the next to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, so again, if you are listening to us and you enjoyed it, please share it with one other person. Follow us on social media and. Uh, yeah, email us. Yeah. Contact Ministry of Funny if you want to work together. Sweet. All right. Thanks, everyone.